So sick. Ooh. What are you doing? That's me referencing you for the past two weeks. That's right not... off the bat. <laughs> That's not. Bi- I've been, been like. <laughs> I'm so sick. That's what I would be like. <laughs> I'm so sick. That's me. That's me sick. I sit around and I go. <laughs> I mean, welcome back, I guess, to insults right (laughs) off the bat. I get fucking skewered. (laughs) What the hell? I'm sorry. I didn't mean it to be mean. Why are we even back? Because we have a good time. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to you. Don't you have a good time, my dear? Well, it's interesting that this is like the time that you're excited about talking to me because when we're home together... You go straight into that other room every <laughs> day, and you spend the majority of your time I isolated. Visits. I'm working. You're playing as well. You're just hanging out. You hang I'm, out in there. I'm playing the bass. From the time that you get up All right, so until I you be, go to bed. Until I get up? Oh, on a weekend? Yeah. Yeah. And even this morning, you were in there playing. You started your vehicle, and then you're in there playing guitar or whatever. <laughs> I t- I'm working on something. I got a show in like a month, and we don't even have songs written. So I'm working double time. And then every once in a while, yeah, I'm playing some Madden football lately. But touchdowns have to be made in life and on screen. You all right? Yeah, I'm Okay. You shouldn't uh, mention that. I'm having fucking endometrius pain, endometrial pain. Oh, okay, all right. I didn't so know. when I, yeah, I don't want right. to. I don't want to talk about all it. Right. I'll shrug it off from here on out. I have sharp stabbing pains in my taint right now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, about that. So <laughs> I <laughs> I got sick. And I I for sure thought that it was corona. I had all but two of the symptoms, and that did include I didn't lose my sense of taste or smell. Yeah. But uh, I had almost everything. So I got tested, and it came back negative. Many days later, by the way. But by golly, I felt like shit for two weeks, so... I must have got some other virus or I'm just super unhealthy and it's getting to me because I'm 35 now and maybe it wasn't COVID. Maybe it's cancer. So welcome back everyone to the podcast. I for one uh, have been glad that you feel better because you were fucking. I was down for the count. It was a visible rough. You know, there's when people are sick, it's like. They just got like sniffles and they feel like sinus congestion. Mm-hmm. You're like, ah, I can't tell. It's different when you're down well, for when just you're days. Down, I could, I could tell it was bad. And I rang in the new year on the toilet having diarrhea. <laughs> I was having diarrhea. Old and with the new. I I was literally diarrheaing out 2020. 
Now, was this similar? You had the norovirus when I was on the road that one time. Was this similar to that? Not at all. Not even a little bit. The norovirus means I got poop particles inside my mouth somehow. And, uh... You been scratching your butt and biting your fingernails? That's not how I live my life, but maybe I did. I don't know. Um... I I was vomiting, I was projectile vomiting and shitting every 20 minutes, and I couldn't keep water or anything down. That I felt like I was dying then. That was different. And it didn't last near as long. This was a while. No, that was a very short amount of time. And there's a point in This was very long and drawn, drawn out. There's a point where you even started to feel better, and then the next day you're like, I feel worse than I did yesterday. Like, I said, oh, yeah. Fuck. I was I was starting to feel a little bit better, but then yeah, I had a day where I just got hit again. Felt like I got hit by a fucking bus. But I was just like super fatigued the whole time and had body aches for like over a week, and I don't know. So uh, we didn't record podcasts. Yeah, we, that, that has never happened. Yeah, I, it was new. It was well. You were talking about how you wanted to take a break, so you got your break. <laughs> Not just, the way I wanted. It, it just came at my expense, apparently. I guess. I guess. But we're back, and it's good to be back. There's microphones in front of our face. Yes, we're happy to be here <laughs> to make you laugh and clench your beautiful buttholes. Because I'm assuming that all of our fans have beautiful buttholes. I would assume the very same thing. And if they don't, they need to get to work on that. And that's because I'm inclusive to all buttholes. I assume there are a lot of hairy buttholes on the other end of this. Like the people who are listening? There are a lot of hairy assholes out there. Do I have a hairy asshole? Do you shave it? No. Then yes, you have a hairy (laughs) asshole. Everyone has a hairy... No one has an actual hairy asshole. That would be terrifying. But you know the surrounding areas. I bet a bunch of people have hair actually coming out of it. That, I, what? Why would you say that? Because there's a lot of hairy ass motherfuckers in this world. So you think like grass, it just spreads? Uh, Sure, yeah. Hair seeds (laughs) that eventually work their way to the sphincter? I think once the hair gene starts and there's no more room on the arms or the shoulders, there's only so many spots to go. From the hair gene... To the hair underwear, <laughs> to the hair interior. Blah. Yeah, imagine like an actual braid of hair coming out of a butthole. <laughs> I, it wasn't something that ever crossed my mind until now, so now that I'm imagining it, I'm not a fan. And then when you poop, yeah, you have to take a shower. There, there's nothing logistically that that makes sense about this, so I'm going to stop. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah! My name is Michelle. I'm Sam. And we are a review podcast. And this has been a while coming because I, uh, like I said, I was sick. It's been like, this should have been recorded three weeks ago. Something two weeks like ago. Yeah. And we missed two, we- two, two episodes. Weeks. So either pretty way. pretty much hit you on the day that we record. Since it's been it literally was, the night before, it we was creeping the in on that Monday. Yeah, Tuesday you were like Tuesday. I wasn't I feeling well because I kept I kept that doctor's appointment, and she told me that my symptoms sound like they could be the start of COVID. Yeah, boy. 
but they weren't. I was lucky that it was negative, but at the same time, like I said previously to you, Sam, not to anyone else, so I'll say it now for other people, I wish I got it. <laughs> I, I really, I felt like it, and I wish that I would have been able to get rid of it and get it over with. Just get it over with? Yeah, so I was honestly disappointed when I got a negative test result because I wanted something to make sense of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, you want some answers. I was personally happy because that means I wasn't a super spreader because I kept going to work. Of course, you're not <laughs> you're not considerate at all. I told people they knew. They were all fine. Then no one said that you should go home. No, no one once said that to me ever. <laughs> okay. Well, we're back here and we are this is the first time that we are reviewing an artist again. An actual album, full album by an artist a second time. The repeat. Yeah, the repeat artist. The first one was When the Pawn... Dot, dot, dot. Dot, 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 right? Because it's like 96 words. It's a a poem. Does it still like hold the title for a longest album title? I don't think so. I think someone overtook it. Somebody just saw that and and then was like, I'm going to up that bitch. Yeah, for sure. Um, but she still, you know, did it first. She also told everyone when she was 17 that this world is bullshit and everyone talked shit about her. And guess what, guys? The world's bullshit. We all know it now. (laughs) So this is my favorite album of 2020 of of one of the things that came out. I'm going to say some things I'm thankful for in the year 2020. Go for it. I am thankful that... You were forced to be home. You actually enjoyed that? Yeah. That's Weird. that's the existence that I enjoy. I I like and I give you shit about being in the other room, but I know since you can't be on the road, you need to create, you need to do stuff. That's just who you are. You're always going to have some side project or some something that you're doing. To, some something. To be fair, I'm not just like retiring to my man cave to just not be around you. It's yeah, 90, we still talk to each other. 95% of the time, I'm going to go work on something. Or something is coming up, this needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, there are 5% of it where I am just looking at my phone and playing Madden lately. <laughs> I mean, all I'm doing otherwise is just staring at my phone and watching 60 Days In. Fuck yeah, 60 Days In! <laughs> oh I love it so much. What you do for somebody that... Whoa. What does what does he ask her? He's like, "What happens when someone disrespects you?" And that woman's like, "Someone disrespect me? I pray for." Them. Oh, that's right, because you wanted to isolate that. I want to get that file. And put it, <laughs> it was great. That show is so good. I highly recommend Sixty Days In. Um, but because I got, which I have access to it on Hulu anyway. Actually, I started on Netflix. Netflix only has season five. So I watched that. Then I found it on Hulu, and I watched seasons one through four. And then, because my I have unlimited Verizon and pay a ridiculous amount of money for a cell phone every month. Yeah. It's a computer. I do everything on it. Absolutely. And it works great. I have no complaints. So, whatever. I get what I pay for. Um and uh, so I got Discovery Plus for a year for free. Woo! And that has season six on yeah, it. Yeah, and that's the last season? Yes. Did they make any more, or is it just up to date? 
they I don't know yet because I'm not finished with this. And so far on season six, most of the people weren't able to make it all the way through. So it's like on the back end of this season, they're doing a special ops thing where because so many people didn't make it, they're sending actual it's like five police officers in there for a just for 30 days and tony the guy who was like in charge in the last season came back so there's so there's a guy who works at the jail from seasons one and two in indiana what there's a tony he works at uh in atlanta where that one filmed okay so they have two people who actually worked at facilities from the previous episodes since seasons one and two were at one place and seasons three and four were at another where was season five season five is in alabama and then season six and then they're doing a special ops which is still the same season it's still the same season oh no 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 no, i'm sorry season five was in um i think that was teha teha i know that was near the border Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know it sounds it, familiar. Unless sounds it was familiar. New Mexico, but I can't I remember. It's that definitely not. Yeah, because that was the first one. Yeah. And then, sorry, I forgot. We went 60 days tangent. <laughs> I think people should watch it. But yeah, like, so on towards the end of this season, they are doing like a whole other thing real quick where they're just sending actual police officers in undercover. Don't you think this show at this point is dangerous? Days. Well, th- yeah. Like, not even just because they're upping the game of it's just a more dangerous prison in general. It's like, at this point, it's a known show. Uh It might be time to stop it before someone actually does kill someone just to be like, I killed the 60 Days In guy. Its days are numbered for sure. Yeah. Because there was a lady who was a police officer on season six previously who was removed because... They were just like, you're on 60 days in and you're a cop. Like, they were just able to tell. And it was because some girl tried to dive off of the, like, balcony, like, the top area. She went police mode? And she just, like, went to grab her and and keep her from doing that. And I guess they were just like, you're not one of us. She used a tactical move and pushed her to the ground. And <laughs> well, she didn't do that. She just, like, grabbed her legs. It wasn't even that much. It, it's just that if an inmate does something, I guess it's under the, they're under the impression that they just, nobody messes with anyone and no one yeah, gets involved with anyone. They want. they want to die, they want to die. Everyone just does their own thing. So because she intervened, she is clearly out of place. So were they like threatening her by the end of it? We all kill you, piggy. They were uh, talking about, <laughs> yeah, they were talking about jumping her and stuff. So they actually took her out. She had a week left, but they took her out. Time to get her out. So I mean, there are reasons why people didn't make it, but it's so funny whatever. too because those other jails make the first two seasons in Indiana look so tame. <laughs> Yeah, because it was a lot of white people. And then they went to Atlanta, where it was crazy. Well, I mean, they talk about it. They talk about the differences and how, like, you expected this would be, you know, like, it was in the beginning, where it was much more tame, where in Atlanta, Georgia, it is a much different situation. So, and then they went to the fucking South, 
where it was extremely race, racial, racially divided. You had to pick a side. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that shit in jail. Ugh. Horrible. I think I talked about it on the podcast where my cousin had to form with that one gang that didn't want any racial affiliations, but they still had to like squat up, just have a crew in case shit went down. On season five, one of the guys who went in there who was like a reformed person because he had spent time in jail previously. Yeah. He immediately became like a pod boss. <laughs> and then when this black kid came in and didn't want to say that he was black he just kept saying like i'm this i'm this i'm this like just different things because he was and he kept saying that he didn't want to conform and join a group that guy smacked him around the guy that was in there for the show mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. it went to his head that's the thing god damn that's why this show is so good it's <laughs> it makes, so good makes people animals it really does <laughs> So anyway, you're grateful for that I've been home. So I'm grateful that you've been around. I, um, I'm grateful that this album came out because Fiona only releases albums like every six fucking years or so. And it had been eight years. Longer than that. Okay. It had been eight years since right. the last one. So the time is getting longer every time. Gotcha. And it, she just leaves people like yearning for fucking more. It's better than oversaturation, I guess. So, I agree. So, this is only her fifth album. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was that little. In 23 years. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, been working on this for five years, I guess. And That either means she's super picky. She's super picky. she doesn't spend a lot of time working on things. Well, she's super picky. So, the idea about this is that she made this mostly on GarageBand. And she didn't really know anything about it, so she, so she had to like teach herself. So she she there are things about like there being long takes and things just sounding kind of like jumbled, or like at the end you like hear her get up. Yeah, and like dogs barking and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that answers a lot of questions. Yeah. For me. So it was it was a lot of but like, I like that aesthetic of the sound yeah it's definitely different i think aesthetic applies there but she went with like a more of a solo production route where she like taught herself while writing this album i seriously said to myself while listening to this album i think she recorded this at her house Mm -hmm. like this is her yeah i don't don't think this doesn't feel studio at all Mm -hmm. but i didn't think that in a way of like it sounds bad yeah, it just sounded like I think I can literally hear the room that has like mm-hmm. a kitchen table in it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it has a very uh, a very specific sound like to her and I, yeah, her place, her apartment, or whatever. And I'm sure she can afford very nice microphones. Still, <laughs> yeah, she comes from a rich family. Yeah, so she's got nice shit in there. Still, <laughs> who cares if it's a dining room? Go for it. And, I mean, even with that, it was made on GarageBand, so it's not like she's necessarily even pushing standards to be super high. It's yeah. just, this is what I have, so this is what I'm going to use. You could totally use that, if you know what you're... Does you can... GarageBand still come free on Macs, do you think? I don't know about that. I just know it's a workable, what they call a DAW, a digital audio workstation. Uh, okay. It, works, okay. it works exactly like this guy that's over here. It just doesn't look like this. Because uh, you have less control? 
I don't know if you do have less control. I think it's just, you know how Apple, like, um, childifies things and they just, like, make it look, like, easier? They do. They simplify things, is what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, childify. I meant childify. <laughs> they simplify things, but Apple products are preferred for people in media, right? It's about 50-50. I thought most people liked Macs. Uh, people that like Macs, I'm going to make a blanket statement here, but I think a majority of people that like Macs for media production, it's because they just want to plug it in and fucking go. Uh, if you like prefer Windows, you're probably a tinkerer who likes to tweak things and make things run at a maximum, blah, 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 and you're daisy-chaining 88 things together. I'm sure there's also just a thing in the name because it's, at least as far as I know, that it... that. Mac has a reputation for being used in media. Yeah, they're great. I would love to have a fucking Mac. <laughs> we did have a Mac at one point, but it died R.I.P. Oh, yeah. But I, I mean, I think a lot of Windows seem to have long lifespans. Yeah, they're just as good. It's just, a, it's really a preference. What do you want out of it? <laughs> I, I used to prefer Macs because I was used to them from Sharon. Yeah. Because she is she's an Apple person all the way. She's an yeah, iPhone, iPhone person. All of it. I hate the iPhone. I'm I've not a fan. One, so I yeah, I I just don't like it. But I know that a lot of they say that Samsung is just trying to be like Apple. I don't fucking know. I think it's the same thing as the thing I said before. It's your fucking preferences. Yeah. I personally have come to prefer Windows because I like having the options. Of being able to do things, even in Finder, that you're not able to do. Just basic in, huh. in a Mac. I didn't know that stuff. I haven't used a Mac in years. so Yeah, you have to like go in and put a code in to be able to see like hidden folders and things that are there, but not there for you to see. Because if you mess with them, you could potentially fuck things up. So they are tweakable, but you got to be pretty knowledgeable when it comes to a Mac. Or you just know how to Google, because I used to have to do Google. stuff like that back in the day. Anyway, let's get into this album again. It came out last year. It came out in April, and it was. It says it was recorded from 2015 to 2020. That is wild to me, because I would not be happy with anything that I recorded four or five years prior. Yeah. And be like, I'm ready to put this out now. I get you. <laughs> I don't I know. know that feeling quite well. All right. Let's get into track one. I want you to love me. Shrink that down about five minutes. And I do want to say that when I heard this the first time, I, um, thank you, Sam. I didn't love this album the first time I heard it. And a lot of it was because I thought that the, I hated the music, especially in the beginning here i was like what the fuck is happening like this sounds so shitty and it like irked me at first <laughs> um but there were songs that i liked as i listened on yeah. but yeah like the very first time i heard this i was just like i'm not really feeling this and i was so excited about the album it's grown on me i just don't think it's i don't think it's a great song oh, really i was under the impression that you loved this album no, I love the album. I'm oh. just talking about this oh, song. Oh, the song. Okay, I'm sorry. I misinterpreted what you're talking about. Well, I mean, on the first listen, it was kind of hard for me with the album as a whole, but there were a few songs that stood out to me on the first listen. But at first, I remember I talked to my sister, because we're both fans, and she asked me what I thought, and I said, like, I don't know. 
like, you know, just kind of like, yeah. I don't remember my exact response, but yeah. I was just kind of whatever. And she, she was more positive about it, but I was still listening to it. It just did have to kind of work its way on me a little bit. Do you think you had a certain expectation? And then when it wasn't that, you were kind of like, what? You almost had to get used to what? I think I had be. to get used to it because I didn't know that it was going to be stripped down. Yeah. There's like Primus albums that are like that for me. Like, uh, the Brown album, mm-hmm. I'd get used to that sound first. But then I was like, oh, these songs are great. I really like, though, how raw her voice is and how she did a lot of like one take stuff as well. And her she's voice is raw. Fucking wild vibrato thing that she does. Mm-hmm. She's, it's just like I can't mimic it, or else I would. Yeah, that's. To love me. It doesn't sound like. That. I know that's the only way I can do it. Mine's an extreme version. I think it's easy. It's easy to get in that vibrato. There's a way to do it right. Yeah, like this. <laughs> you know, like Hurdy Gurdy Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, Crimson and Clover. <laughs> I'm saying technically, I think she's leaning into it in a less technically good way. But she's not. She's known for being like a throaty singer. Yeah. And not known for having like a tremendous voice. She's known more for her lyrical abilities and her I mean I enjoy her songs but she has vocal blemishes that she keeps in which I do find interesting even if sometimes they make me cringe as a guy who loves grit and trash sounds I appreciate it love that she keeps that kind of shit I don't want a polished performance it feels less genuine. That's what I don't like about current pop music. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't like about a lot of current metal music. Is it so it's polished and product like the production yeah. value is so high, and the fact that she's doing this at her home, yeah, lends to that. I I do hate the end of this though. Like I would ch- <laughs> I would change I would skip. It's only like ugh, it's like twenty seconds and it's, I fucking hate it. It's she, like Yoko Ono. It's like whale sounds. I've seen your horror make these exact sounds. That makes sense. It's like she's dolphin calling. Um, I get what you're saying, but... It's weird. I, that's why I'm like... I'm glad Because this is considered like... This is one of the best albums of the year. I was about to say, it's not, a, it's not like an underground album. No, it's on almost best of 2020 But it lists. sounds and feels like an underground album. Oh, yeah. To me, as a guy who doesn't know what's going on out there in like mainstream mm-hmm. media and stuff. It's definitely interesting that... You could you could hand this to me and say, this was her flop. And I would be like, what's well, some of the best stuff I've fucking heard? <laughs> it's, it's definitely uh, surprising that 23 years into someone's career that they would strip it down so much. Because a lot of times when people say they're going to strip it down... It's like stripped, but still kind of in a polished way. It's almost stripped down from what you got to on your most recent album, which is still so insanely polished that even a stripped down version of that isn't stripped down, is what happens sometimes in my yeah music I listen to. Like You still don't sound like your first album. That's what I want it to sound like, stripped fucking down. Yeah. So it's interesting, I mean, just how 
how bare I think this is at times, vocally, musically, and even background stuff that she keeps in. And even the album cover, it looks like yeah. it's it's really like shitty, you know, like when people would cut out of newspapers uh-huh. and it looks like a clip art thing. Not a clip art, but what's that thing called? A fuck. Mario paint. Like a scrapbook thing almost. Like a cover for a scrapbook. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it looks like glitter, purple glitter and stuff or something like that. There's no glitter. I don't know. It looks like purple stuff. It's just it looks like she purple words. It looks like she made it with actual paper mm-hmm. and stuff and took a picture. It and doesn't look like it was made on and, a computer. And it's a zoomed in picture of her flared nostril. <laughs> And a bulging eyeball, and then the top part of her dog's head with its eyeballs up above and between her name. Like, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's super weird. Um, awesome. And, I, it makes me so happy to see weird yeah. embraced in a way. And that's why, that's her appeal to me, is her rawness and, yeah. I don't know. Even though I like her polished stuff as well, I the appeal of her for me has always been that things aren't always as pretty. And doesn't this sound? I I don't know, but does this sound more raw and not as polished more than anything she's released? Yeah, that's what I was. I would say so. that's what I was assuming when I was listening to it. Like I remember, was Criminal off the first album? Yeah. Yeah, that has a way bigger production value mm-hmm. than this. Mm-hmm. Way fucking bigger. But people enjoy it because it was like the summer that Jay Z put out like his top ten list of like songs or whatever. And there's a song off of this album that he included. Huh. Interesting. I'm excited to find out what that one's going to be. Let's move along to the next song. It's not this one, Shamika. I wasn't like building it up to that song on purpose to be like, well, it's this one. <laughs> so this song is actually, it's about a person who existed, who she went to school with. When she was 11, she sat with some like popular girl, girls at lunch and they like laughed at her and were making fun of her. So she scooted over a seat and they were still like bullying her and being shitty. So this girl, Shamika, walked up. She was just like, why do you even want to be friends with them? You got potential. And it wasn't someone she even knew, and that was like the only time she talked to her. She was like, I don't even know if it was real or if I imagined it. And the, but then since then, Shamika has like spoken out and been like, that's crazy because she went by a different last name. She wasn't Fiona Apple. Oh, was she like Fiona? It's like Maggart or something. Maggart? Mm-hmm. That's not a very flattering name. But I do want to say I love this song. This was an absolute favorite of mine. I remember when this album came out, I heard you playing this on the YouTube account on the TV, and you also shared it. Yeah, I've shared it quite a bit. So I knew you liked this song. And I understand why. It's got some really good rhythms. Um, Did she actually record guys playing drums? Playing instruments? She says something about her learning how to play drums. I didn't. There's a lot of information about this album that I surprisingly haven't. For as much as I love this album, I haven't just gone like balls deep in info. So I don't know. She usually has always had people helping her. Yeah, that's what I I expected more like virtuoso stuff going on. I'm not saying that 
makes it bad. I would just my expectation was like more virtuoso sounding things. And I was like, you know what? Well, these drums are good. It's like making me go like, whoa, that was good. Well, also you like the um, you like the song "Fast as You Can" from her second yeah. album, yeah. and it was Questlove who guest drummed on that. Oh, really? Song. So that's. You know, that's a, just a different level. Yeah. Shamika said I had potential. Shamika said I had potential. Fiona. Shamika said I had potential. Yeah, I'm gonna look at this song real quick and see. Because I, I, I'm not gonna say that it was just her. Not just. Doesn't seem right. Okay, so it's her and two other people. Someone named Sebastian. Steinberg on this song, for example, and Amy Aileen Wood. I read real quick a story about that. I'll, bring, I'll talk about it after. But oh, now I'll just bring it up. So Sebastian said that she's a good man in a storm. There was a whole thing with her on a bus, and one of her people on the tour bus with her were smoking weed out of a an apple so she was just like give me the weed because he was a black dude i guess or she said he was brown uh to give her the weed because they wouldn't expect it and to eat the apple so he ate the apple real quick even though it was gross oh they got pulled over yeah they got pulled over and they got searched and the cops were bugging a guy who looked like a hippie and the brown guy even though she put the weed in her sock and the dog saw that they were in the dog was interested in her but they assumed that just because she was a white girl the dog just liked her so they got away with it wow Mm -hmm. but then she got arrested for hash much later (laughs) but yeah this is definitely a song I enjoy very much I enjoy the rhythms I like the melodies there's like by the later half of this album, she gets into this certain rhythm style that's almost like... She gets kind of chanty, chanty at times. Chanty and African-y sounding sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it seems to take over to the second half of the album. That's just a little notion I want to throw out there. You can think of, well, we get to the second half But it eventually. gets a little more raw. Yeah, it kind of does. It almost seems more like... I don't know. I'll talk about it when we get more into those songs. Okay. Let's listen to the title track, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Okay. And I don't know anything about actual, like, singles or anything. I don't know if that's something that really happens in her career at this point. I mean, because a lot of... I don't... Are people... I don't know about... Some people aren't releasing singles like they were. They're just, like, you know, putting the album out... I have no idea. I guess it depends on if she independently released it. According to this, Shamika was a single. I can see that it has an upbeat thing to it. That Shamika did I love it. This one she gets into like poetry, rapping kind of. Yeah, just kind of like wandering mind. Yeah, just kind of and like putting notes to it, but more like conversation notes. You know, when you change your pitch while you're talking, mm-hmm. 
It's more like that instead of singing. Okay, listen to her sing this. So I found something out. What are you going to say? It sounds like she's got a retainer in her mouth. Okay, so she's not the only one. I found out that... Oh, when you're like, fetch the boat cutters. It's like, fetch the boat cutters. Well, there is... It's like Kara. Her last name starts with a D. She's famous. She's an actress. I don't know how to say her name. I don't know how to pronounce it. But I guess that they're friends, and she had her record fetch the bolt cutters part with her. So, I was going to ask, or is it just multi-layered, and it just happens to give that effect, because... Multiple layers and multiple voices. Yeah, so... My worry was that if you had met Fiona Apple and she talked to you, does she have this retainer sound that I had never noticed, and she's just like... So I was going over there, you know, and she played this piano... <laughs> I was like, like she'd be fucking miserable to be around. No. <laughs> Which, by the way, is she a fun person to be around? I don't know how to gauge her. You know more about her. I don't know how to gauge that either. <laughs> I know she's like into comedy and stuff. I know she's friends with Mark Maron. Yeah, I knew that too. That's why I feel like she's got a real fun side. And like the music seems fun sometimes. Like it would be fun to making it. But I could also see her like when she's depressed, you would just be like. Oh, it's fun. You go in the room and the energy gets sucked out of it. I don't know. I think that she comes across as more moody than she actually is. Because I think she's one of those people who use music to, like, get emotion and things out. Get that certain emotion out. Maybe she's goofy. Like, I can also see her being insanely goofy. I think she's really goofy and, like... Like almost childlike. That's what. That's the other thing I see. I either see her being really moody, or like she's just super fucking goofy. She's really weird. Yeah, she's She's just really like childlike and goofy and like a hippie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In other words, she'd be friends with us. (laughs) Yeah, probably. And Michelle try to eat that tang. That's not what I would do. I'd try to get Michelle to eat that tang. Oh my god! (laughs) Sounds like you want to eat that tang. Nope, I just want to stay in the corner. Jack off. <laughs> so you're a cuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Fiona cuckle. I think it's a it's a cuck when it's another man. Because it's supposed yeah, to be like no, demasculating. Not, not, no, that, that I'm not into but, any of this. I don't do want to cheat on you. you want to stand in the corner and masturbate while a man fucks me? <laughs> no, but I want to masturbate while you suck a guy off. Oh, God, who? To completion. Who am I sucking off? Joey Diaz. Actually, that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know why it popped into my head. Probably because I he would be spent n- like 40 minutes fi- looking at dick pics of Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz at one more. I sent you the pictures. I sh- I 40 minutes was a big exaggeration. I should say like four minutes. I don't remember, but there's a big difference between four and 40, Sam. Okay, it was four hours. Okay. <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah, I like the dog sounds. So I guess she brought her dogs over to record that Kara actress. And those and she's got dogs, too, dogs. Right? So it's all the dogs, probably, right? Yeah. And they just... The dogs just went crazy. And they kept it in. It sounds like a good time. It, it is a weird, uh, it's a weird choice because also earlier we were talking over it. 
But after the first chorus, I believe she just goes, meow. <laughs> like for no reason. <laughs> like, they probably thought it was hilarious when they were recording it and they would just listen to it back and And then it's just like an inside like joke. Where like someone just like Kent would scream one line and then add something stupid at the end and we're just dying and we just listen to it over and over and over again and then I have to cut it off. But mm-hmm. but then I'll make a mix that I send to Kent and I'll bump that part up in volume. So I'm like, you listen to it, tell me what you think. And then all of a sudden I'll hear it be like, <laughs> yeah it's just interesting it to me it seems like it's very personal that she kept all of these extra things in because they're memories for her that's exactly what i was gonna say before i was gonna say it almost feels like she's laying this down more as like uh, a time capsule for herself as mm-hmm. also an album but also like this is my life now and maybe she's personally really happy right now, so she wanted no, to lay all this good. down. So, like, why wouldn't you? She's good. She's like a 40-year-old woman, almost. She's almost 40. She's about 40. Maybe she's 38. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. I do not know. Let's see. I'm oh. also not sure I can. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. That was a joke. That was a joke. I know who you are, and I know how you are. I'm a shit. She... Yeah, her parents her parents are named uh Brandon and Maud Maggart. How do you spell Maggart? M A G G A R T. So like Maggart or like Maggot, but Or like Faggart. <laughs> Isn't that what you wanted? No. Uh, I wanted Queergart. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> makes a ton of sense. Whoo, man. What's happening? Nothing. I just have a uh a spot in my nose that itched. So she was born in 77. So that means she's actually 43. Or will be 43 this year. She's 42. She's not a child anymore. So she's like Bob's age. Yeah, she's like Bob's age. She's my brother's age. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to listen to my brother's episodes, go back. And you can check out Budgie. And what was that other band that we didn't enjoy? <laughs> T-Rex. T-Rex. We also listened to Neil Young and Neil didn't Young. enjoy that. Um, but we did enjoy um, Del the Homo, the funky Homo oh, Sapien. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was like the best. Get on board. Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina. Check out past episodes on our Patreon. Only $79.99 a month. That is not true. <laughs> Shut up. I'm trying to get it worked out. That never happened. So let's listen to. Oh my God. My foot is stuck in the chair. Okay, I'm out. Good. We're good. Welcome back to Sam's Antics. (laughs) Let's listen to the next song, Under the Table, which was included on Jay-Z's list of songs that he enjoyed. Oh, this is the one. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Hey, my dear. Such a weird sound. You know I don't go for those ones that you bother about. Yeah, she's got like some so sister flavor in there sometimes. That fancy wine won't put this fire out. Oh, kick me under the table all you want. I won't oh, shut yeah. up. I had an opinion about this song, up. I remember. Oh, what is it? I'm curious. You hate it? No, no, it's not an opinion on the song itself. It's an opinion on like, yeah, but what if you're an insufferable person and you needed to be kicked under the table? Maybe you were wrong. Shut the fuck up. But 
then I thought to myself, wow, that's like real man chauvinist shit. <laughs> that's naturally where your brain goes. I think yeah. it makes sense because you are a pig. I'm also a devil's advocate kind of guy. Like, where's the... You're a contrarian. Yes. But in a way that I want to see the facts. And you want to be a shit. Yes. That's who you are as a person. I won't shut up. You can't kick me under the table. I don't don't so how do you feel about me, this song? You love you this whole album. Push me, don't you push me. I was trying to highlight that part because I like those lyrics. But you wanted to talk over me. I'll push whoever I want to push. I'll go to jail. Time for no, you haven't. You can do more time. No, you have. I don't want to. You have done 49 days. Yes. You. That's it. I know, and it sucked. Yeah, but I've watched 60 Days In, Sam. I don't give a shit. Would you make it 60 Days? Yeah, I can do it. I just don't want to do it. I could probably do it for a couple years. I just don't want to. All right, let's get Sam. No! <laughs> the, the worst part about doing that is you got to rely on everyone else. Like, outside. Like, for me to have stuff in jail, I'm like, hey, especially if I'm in for a long fucking period of time. Uh-huh. Hey, dude, can you put stuff on my books? Like, if I'm in for a week, I can be like, I have a job. I'll bring 80 fucking dollars with me. I'd be like, didn't you get those divorce papers? I thought they were supposed to be dropped oh, out of the jail. You bitch. I wouldn't blame you if I'm in it for years, <laughs> especially depending on what I did. Oh, this part's wild, so. Sounds like a spooky, cavernous sound. Yeah. And just that distorted. That huge piano sound. Those low notes. Uh, earlier I said, you know, the country. Thing. No, there's really not any song here that I'm like annoyed ever by the music. I, generally, the whole time, I'm like, I'm glad this is out there. I'm glad that this is like accepted and it doesn't sound like uh, current regular fucking mm-hmm. pop music at all if this was on the radio if things were more like this on the radio it, with a more artistic feel she mm-hmm. feels artistic to me so she gets mm-hmm. this extra bump in my mind of like she is like even if it's not I'm not even if I'm not gonna put it on like even when we did the last album I probably said the same shit if I'm not gonna listen to this in the future but she's a good artist this is yeah. Good, good. I really like her phrasing, and as I was trying to highlight earlier, when she says, if I don't want to go, leave me alone, don't push me, cookie, don't push me, don't you push me. <laughs> so it sounds like, yeah, so it's it's funny that she says Cook, cookie, because it sounds like, don't you, like, don't push me, don't you push me. Like, it, it's, it's not, like, aggressive, but it's very, almost, like, defensive assertive. and assertive, yeah, yeah. and... It's just interesting. It's very interesting. Everything is very layered. Like a lot of stuff doesn't seem just very black and white and simple on this album. I it, and it shouldn't be if she takes this long, you know. Like I'm sure you do. If you're gonna, because it's not a very, it's an a you know a regular album length. Yeah, it's but, thirteen songs. But it's not like short and it's not long. So she did spend the time. To sit mm-hmm. down and really study things, I'm sure. You can always find shit you want to change. Especially when you're learning how to do it yourself and you don't have to go to the studio and ask the guy in the chair, hey, what if we put this here instead? What would this sound like? Mm-hmm. You can just sit there and do it yourself really quick and then 
retake it. And then yeah. we have a new, better thing. But to answer your question yes. earlier, I do love this album very much. From front to back. I listen to it a lot. I mean, Grant, I don't know if there was a stinker on it for you. I mean, there's a song that I know I like the least, gotcha. but I like every song on this okay. album. All right. Okay. Is that all right? That's not all right with me. This is the surprisingly the only song here on YouTube Music that has an explicit E next to it, which is surprising because it's not the only time she says fuck. But I guess you can get away with one fuck in a song and it not be considered explicit. It also might be con- context. Like if, if she say does say like, fuck a, a few times in this song or a handful of times. Yeah, but it could be how she says it, like. Ooh, fuck me, daddy is different Ugh. from, uh, hey, go fuck yourself. That was gross. Say it again. Ooh, ooh, fuck me, daddy. No, say it in your regular voice. <laughs> <laughs> say it in your regular voice. Ooh, fuck me, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to isolate that now? Ooh, fuck me, daddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to play the next song, which I'm also a very huge fan of. Here is the song Relay. This is a song you said got in your head a lot. I believe. Oh, yeah, do you believe so? Yeah. It literally makes me think of people running around playing in a relay race, (laughs) which then makes me think of that Mrs. Brickle. Digging face first into the ground when she did every lyrics that one day. Oh. <laughs> I, she went straight to the ground and hurt herself. <laughs> I just really, I think that line is very insightful and good. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Very artistic. It's, it means something. It's like big. It feels big. Evil is a relay sport when the one who's burned turns to pass the torch. God damn if that's not true. It's just to hear it said in those words is just interesting. I think all of this, like when she's like, I resent you for being raised right or whatever, was like, all that was like strong. It's fucking big. It's huge. And it's catchy. <laughs> I love Catchy. it. This is the African beats that mm, I okay. think start the back half of the album. Like, I feel like rhythms in this world yeah. peak up way more in the back half of the album. This was definitely a song that stood out to me and I loved from the first time I heard it. I heard this and I was like, yeah, like it like it just pumped me. Like, I could feel it. It's so, almost yeah. got a talking heads uh, yeah. sensibility to it. I resent you presenting your life like a fucking propaganda brochure. Yeah, and it's I all good. That you keep trying to bait me, and I'm not to get up in your yeah. face. But I know if I hate you for hating me, I will have entered the endless race. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I love it. It is. Sorry, continue. Who's she talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Multi- a multitude of people probably there's well she apparently broke down each song but I didn't read the whole thing but yeah it gets really chanty here yeah it doesn't last I know it's, 
I mentioned this whole sound. But I understand that, that this takes over in the second half because that's when I start to lose it more. Lose the my my interest starts to go down. Like the first half, I was like in it, and I was like feeling it. I was mm -hmm. driving back from uh, Damien's, and I was, like, mm. I was like, "This is fucking heavy." I was just like, this is like hitting me. And mm -hmm. then I was just like, but then by the second half, I was like, I'm not feeling that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Did you only feel that way on the first listen? Uh, that emotional, yes. Oh, it made you emotional? Uh, not like tearing up, but it made me like. You, you said you felt you, it. it. Fiona's, uh, like when I play Criminal, I've told you, I, mean, I get like, oh, yeah. it hits me. And if it's. Some reason Fiona songs do that. She's a lyrical wordsmith. She's a lyrical fucking. I think she's great. I think she's wordsmith. For me, she's one of my. I mean, hands down, absolute top. If not my favorite, and one I of my absolute favorites. And I think that is a respectable opinion. Like, yeah. Like if someone said to me, like Cardi B's the best, I'd be like, you don't know what fucking music is. Yeah. Like you can say you like it, but to say it's like. My favorite, you're like, she's a lyrical genius. She may be good at, like, rhyming and stuff, and it's fun, but, like, it's not, like, deep, you know? Yeah, Fiona Apple is poetic as shit. Yeah. And I like artistic merit in my music, and she has it. Yeah. So I was not miserable at all during this, and it was, like... Even if you easy. were less into it? Even if I wouldn't ever, like, put it on myself, mm -hmm. that makes sense. I would say this is a good album. See, and I, to be honest, I was afraid that you would, like, recognize that to an extent, but then also be kind of miserable at the same time. Because I thought that the the more, like, chanty things would throw you off. This is a little that, more floaty. you're right in that is the least appealing. That's when I start to check out, yes. So you do know me in that regard, but it didn't make me... She has enough artistic merit in my mind and respect. And as a musician, I know she's very talented mm -hmm. on a key, on the keys, mm -hmm. on the 88s. So she just gets this extra pass that a lot of people don't. Yeah. Straight from the beginning. No, like, I don't even have to hear anything, and I just know about her, and I'll be like, well, I already give you a pass on a lot of stuff, so there's not a big of as big of a wall that you have to jump. Yeah, <laughs> I've been and I, I've been a fan from the beginning. I remember telling and that yeah, was one of the. Yeah. she's one of the artists I wasn't afraid of telling you that I liked. Yeah, and I used to jerk off to that fucking video. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but which it, is why we're getting back to you eating that oh. muff. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, in a bathtub. With mascara running on your eyes, like you just got a sexually assaulted, it looks like. It, that video it does is, look like that. I, I think I'd watch that video now and be like, oh boy, Sam, this was not the video to be doing this to. Yeah, she was like 17 when she did that. I was like 12 when I was doing that. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, it's it's the super sexualization of people who are underage, even though in a lot of states, 17 is considered of legal consent. A-okay. Unless your parents object. I think. Stupid parents. Always getting in the way of my love triangles. Triangles? Yeah, you're one of the corners. <laughs> you mother... Is Mel in that? Is <gasps> Mel in this triangle? Uh, fuck no. Fuck you, Mel. Fuck you, Mel. Fuck you, Mel. Fuck you, Mel. Hey! Uh, how close are we to a break? 
I'm, we're going to listen to one more song and then take a break. Okay, because there was something you brought up earlier, and I think you wanted to talk about it on the podcast, a revelation about... Oh, yeah, I was going to bring it up with the dog and things, I, I and then I forgot. I didn't know if you wanted to bring that up in the second half. <laughs> bring it up during this next song. Okay. We're going to listen to this song, Rack of His, and then we're going to take a break. This song is weird to me, I will say. The song feels like John Waters at the beginning. I think it, I like the music, but I, I guess I just don't necessarily love. I don't know. For me, it's just this is a weak point for me. But again, I still like it. I find myself singing the song a lot because it's catchy. But at the same time, there are things like. But it was just a glitchy goo goo or whatever. Like I, she's, ex- I mean, she's doing that for a reason. But at the same time, I just, ugh, it, it really, it makes me cringe. It's kind of like uh, Valley Girl with Frank Zappa. They're doing that on purpose, but it makes you cringe. Um, it's almost like a okay. little too right, over so the now, top for me. I was during the whole beginning. I was like, I don't remember the hook of this song. I don't remember the thing that will. This is weird because she's like scream singing. She's so emotional, but then like completely relaxes it for the chorus, and it's it's just weird to me. Does it give you like a Welcome to the Dollhouse vibe? I mean, I get that because, like I said, I don't necessarily hate the music, and I don't hate the song, but it's just yeah, it's just I don't love it as much. So what you find out about dogs today, Michelle? Okay. God damn it. So I don't know why. But for some reason, I was under the impression that... Well, and cats, I guess. And animals... Yeah, I assume animals have anal sex, and that's how they get pregnant. That, That they don't have, like, the same parts that we do, and they don't have actual vaginas. But I don't know... Because when I've seen, and I think it's because I've seen, like, cows be inseminated on, like, jackass and stuff, and they shove their arm in the ass. No, they're shoving it in their vagina, their their cavities. Is it? Because there's, I thought there was, like, shit all over it when he pulled it out. I thought there was poop all over the, like, glove thing. That's a suppository. No animals are getting pregnant through their butt. Now, when I say that, there might be some weird animal out there that does get pregnant in the butt. I'm not going to say that as 100% sure, but I know dogs do not get pregnant through butt fucking. I will tell you that up until before this podcast, I was pretty sure that animals got pregnant in the butt, and I don't know why. It's just not something I ever fucking thought about investigating. It's a weird fucking thing to oh, me. Man. And I thought... That cows got inseminated, or not cows, but animals, like big animals, got inseminated by going in the back, in the butt. Okay, but I think the question of, is still valid, do dogs sometimes fuck each other in the butt? Well, when I tried to use nice, clean words to Google it... Yes, like, do dogs have anal sex? It was, do dogs have intercourse anally or vaginally and the majority of things that came up were about sexually abused dogs Uh. and if you should get help well i'm 
this is a horrible thing to talk about during this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Fiona. <laughs> Especially with a dog on the cover. But like the first thing was some sort of forum and someone had asked that. Oh, no. And then, no, someone, I didn't click on it, but because like it gives you a little snippet on Google, yeah. it was just someone said that she has seen like her male dogs do it in the butt. I see. I wonder if it's but actual just like penetration, a few times. or if it's just like rubbing the dick on whatever's back. Well, because I know that there's a whole um, a dominance thing that animals will do. That they'll like get on each other's back and like hump them, but yeah. they're not actually penetrating yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I don't know, dude. Now I bet there's guarantee there's animals out there that do do butt stuff. You know, like a fucking chimpanzee, they're digging in their own asshole all day. They're for sure sticking I mean, things in each other's I assholes. Guess it makes sure that I, I, I guess it makes sense now that I'm thinking about it, like where things are positioned. Because for the longest time, I didn't really know where a dog's vagina was. So you know this, like with Miss Clarence early on. I'm really like I've not been comfortable with like oh my god like. You're too far down, and you're like, "This is her belly," and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" But like her vagina, like I just don't know where I didn't know where anything was for so long because it's just not something I've investigated. It's fucking gross. It's just like yours, it's right by the butthole. If nobody tells you, you don't know, and it's a weird thing to I Google. Mean, I only found out by fucking dogs, so I'm not gonna get up on my high horse here. Did you fuck a horse? I tried. Wasn't that one video where that guy gets fucked by the horse? And dies? <laughs> I think, wasn't that a lot of people's early days in the internet when, like, the internet was new? Yeah, like, E-bombs world shit? Yeah, I feel like that was definitely something that I remember, like, seeing the beginning of and being like, I can't watch this. Uh, no, I don't and, like, no. And, I've like, stopped it. it before anything happened. There's... It was, like, preparation, and I was like, okay, I can't do this. This is fucking awful. There was a time in my life where I could handle, like, you know, like, real gory kind of stuff. But I've never, in a, but I can't now. Like I don't want to see beheadings and shit like that. I don't oh, want like, God, exploded no. bodies or anything. Not like really. That. You've always liked fake stuff, though, right? Like, yeah, fake I did. Gore? But I did. And then when you're an edgy teenager, you start to be like, "Oh man, it's real corpse pictures." And then you uh, get a sensibility of what you're actually looking like as you get older, and you go. Jesus Christ, this is horrific. Or at least that's what happened to me. I'm not saying that for everyone. You're like that's a human being. But like. Animal stuff, like whether it's hurting them or like fucking them or getting fucked by one. Oh my god! Or like you know, like dog porn and stuff like that. We or talk like about fun from, stuff. That shit has always rubbed me fucking wrong, and to do that shit is fucking. Well, it rubbed a lot of those animals crazy. and people right, so I guess it's just not for you. Like it's good that I'm glad the guy got killed by the fucking horse's dick. Good. You deserved it, you fucking psycho. <laughs> I. That's the thing. Animal sex is so often not animal sex. It's rape. Like, that animal's or, not yeah, saying, I consent to make love to you. Or it's at least aggressive no matter what, and it looks uncomfortable. We have got to stop talking about right, this. go to break. This is fucking horrible. Welcome back. Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm grossed out. We'll be back. Bye. I'm sorry. Please actually come back. Don't let that last conversation deter you from coming back. I'm so sorry. That's no more disgusting. fucking dog talk. But I really thought that animals got pregnant in the butt. <laughs> Give it. 
give it, give it to me, daddy. Give it, give it, give it to me, daddy. Give it, give it, give it to me, daddy. Give it, give it, give it to me, daddy. I'm just a bathroom girl in a bathroom world. Everywhere's a bathroom if you want it to be. Give it to me, daddy. Bathroom girl in a bathroom world. No one's gonna stop this poop or pee. Give it. Mother Nature's calling. Soon turds be fallen. Luckily, I keep this wire brush with me to wipe away the pee drips and the poop chips. Turds wire brush for getting debris off your southern states. Only at Four Seasons Total Landscape. Give it, give it, give it, give it to me, Daddy. Hello. Hi. Hey. Greetings. Yo. Ahoy hoy. Hola. Salutations. Aloha? Did you already say that? No, I did not. Guten Tag. <laughs> I have another one. Come here, Asai. Hey, asshole! <laughs> Damn it, you won! <laughs> I did not. All Welcome right, back. So We're back from break. Welcome back to the podcast. We are reviewing Fiona Apple's Fetch the Bolt Cutter. We're getting them bolt cutters. What, like, I bet. Uh, I don't really understand the meaning or the analogy or what that is. <clears throat> did did you did you pick up on an analogy or an idea of what fetch the bolt cutters actually it's means? Just like wanting freedom, just cutting your own locks. I guess I didn't think about it that far. I only took about two seconds of thinking about it, then I came up with something. <laughs> Makes sense. Could be me. in your own head. Could be whatever whatever you basically imprison yourself with, or if someone's putting you in a situation that you need to get out of, whatever it is, it's time to. Uh, it's time to cut. It's time to fetch the bolt cutters. It's time to do this. I can relate it to the production value of this too. Like she's cutting the bolt cutters of the mainstream man being involved. She cut the electricity. Yes, she had a hamster run on a wheel to generate all the electricity to run Garage Band. Mm-hmm. Did you like that? I don't like that you brought up animals again, but I am happy Whoa, to be back. Let's not go there. You don't go there. She has gerbils, too. Guess what happens with those? <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> so we're back. We're back. And we are reviewing Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Like I said, it came out last year. It is my favorite album of 2020. Poor Barbara Walters. I thought 2020 was going to be something special. I mean, it was something special. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it wasn't great. But I'll tell you something else that I'm grateful for. How's it say? That because I was able to keep working, I got I did get a raise, a sizable raise that I did not expect. Nope. So that was a surprise at the very end of the year. And um, I will also say that I, uh, I was able to pay off my fucking credit card, which I didn't think I was going to be able to do because I was still working. And they stimulated my credit. So I will be able to, you know, I now te- I'm technically within the excellent range. 
Yeah, I looked that up today. I looked at what your score would be, and it said excellent. I was like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised, but I've been very good for a while. You're doing great. So I, I'm, I'm going to get a, nothing great, but a used car. I think that's a good idea, and I still like the idea of uh, buying a house. Boom, boom, bimbo. But to be honest, it'll... It will slow me down a little bit if the government does what I want it to do now that the Senate has been flipped. Now that the world has changed very much since we left off. Slow you down a bit, and what, what do you mean? No, like, if, if, the, if cannabis is legalized recreationally. Then we find a house here. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, Fuck yeah. But it might slow me down a little bit regarding, like needing to get out because I don't want to be a criminal in this state anymore. Yes. Come on, guys. Come on, man. Let's let's do the right thing. A lot of people are screaming that the world's going to end. I say you do the right thing and give the people what they want. They got you in office. Give us what we want. Yeah, and what we want is this fraudulent election exposed in the presidency to D-Trump. What did you just say? The presidency to D-Trump? To D-Trump! Oh, Donald Trump. Okay. No. Do you want to know what I was grateful I for I want this, this madness to be over with. Yeah, yeah. what were you grateful for this year, Sam? I was also grateful in a way to be home. Okay. It's, it's nice to be home. Although I do miss the road. Of course. It's also nice to be home because usually when I'm on the road, I just want to be home. Um <clears throat> I'm grateful that I finally did what I've talked about for fucking years. That's true. And was home and upped my production skills, mm-hmm. upped my uh, production equipment. equipment. Yeah. And I got Death Metal Christmas done finally. I mean, I've been talking about that for 10 plus years. It's been like the whole time we've been together. Oh, yeah, and longer. So, congrats. That's a good thing. That's what I'm grateful for. Those, those two, two things. things. Okay. And that my mom hasn't died from corona yet. Uh, your mom has been... And she was in the line of fire. Yeah, she was early on. Yeah. I mean, Bob doesn't know, but he thinks that he had it. Yeah, he's pretty sure. Makes sense. But you're pretty sure, so who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Let's get back into this album. That's called an album. Oh, and didn't we get Paul in 2020? No. Okay, never mind. I got him at the very end of 2019. It gotcha. was the day before my birthday. All right, never mind. But he has become my fucking buddy. <clears throat> Good boy. In 2020. Oh, he's amazing. He's He checks almost every box that I have, <laughs> truly. He's an absolute fucking doll. Let's get back into this album with Newspaper. More dogs. But it's, it's left over from... This part sounds like it's in a screened porch to me. I get like a basement sound. As soon as that boom kicked in, for sure. This song gets in my head a lot. Sounds like Nine Inch Nails for a second. Which I'm not into them. But there'd be like... Type like staticky sounds, and I was gonna say something from a Nine Inch Nails song, but I'm afraid it would bring up a bad subject again. What? Oh, oh god damn it! Like an animal. <laughs> Can we? Uh, 
this song is interesting to me. Like, it gets in my head because it's catchy, but it's interesting to think of, like, siding with someone that your ex dated and, like, you having this thing that you understand that no one else do. Yeah. You, get, you, have, a, you have a unique perspective because... We're ones that did the same unique thing. Yeah, so she says, like, in my own weird way, like, I, I felt close to you. And I shouldn't. Like, it's weird. <laughs> but, yeah, she's just saying, like, I understand. So it, it's an interesting sense. perspective that I I don't know that I've ever... I may, may have heard it in some other, you know, context. But I think it's an interesting angle, I guess. I think it's a very interesting angle because I think it rings true. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't like each other just because you were an ex, but I'm sure there's a lot in common, especially in the way that that person treated you. I think there's usually like an alliance that sometimes is built after you break up, and it's almost like you, oh yeah, like we have all of this in common and. Like, yeah, we hated each other because things were good, but now that things aren't good, I understand. Yeah, I guess I'm used to the ones around in my life that, uh... Stay around because they also date your friends. <laughs> it just ruins everything. <laughs> she's a vibrato maniac. I'm just saying she's got very good control of it. She can just, like, turn it on instantly. I think it's just how she sings. And I'm saying she's, she's good. She's, <laughs> I just, she's more powerful in this than she's been, maybe ever. Like the way that she's really pushing her voice, that's less usual for her. Do you? I'm not uh, insulting her. Do you think it might be over time she can't hit notes? the same so she does it in this way or do you think it's a, a choice it could totally be a choice I think it's it could be either or yeah. I think it's pretty 50-50 I, I think sometimes she might just like how it made her feel or like how it felt when she did it and just be like yeah. I want to keep it because it felt right it matches the emotion of what I'm trying to convey which I appreciate which is a less polished sound yeah, it's something that someone who is trying to be like a pop star, they wouldn't even think about that. They would be like, no, I don't want any voice breaks. I don't want any... At least any- not in a voice break world. They might be like, I'll get softer here and have like dynamics, but definitely not like a screech and shit. And, yeah. Like that? She's not trying to sound pretty. No, she's trying to sound emotional. She's trying to sound in the moment. Vulnerable. And it sounds like that. It sounds like a like almost a wounded animal sound. Like an angry wounded animal. Not like a one that's getting ready to die, but like yeah. one that is pissed off. Well, she said, try not to let my light go out. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, I do like that line a lot. I like this song. I think it's dark and it's super emotional. And I it's I mean there's it's not pretty at all. But I like it a lot. It gets it's a song like I too used to want him to be proud of me And then I just wanted him to make amends Like that Oh yeah. She yeah. just has such an interesting rhythm Throughout her songs that Yeah like I just, The way she fits words in 
Yeah, I just like it a lot. It's like when... It's a weird analogy to put the feeling of Apple. When, the way Dub C would <laughs> end words or begin words at the ends of phrases yeah. and then flow them into the next, I think she does stuff like that. Whereas, like, I know as a guy who writes lyrics from time to time, I tend to, like, finish things before the next, like, beat. Yeah, I've thought about that sort of stuff, too. I think it's interesting when people carry things over. Yeah, I really like it when they play with, like, no, it may be in a 4-4 time, but we're doing two bars of 4-4, so I'm going to sing it like it's in 3-4, and it, like, It's so wild. I think it's... And it's in any song when people do that. And I've, I've, it's gotten my attention from the beginning of time that I've heard it. When someone will... Yeah, just like... And it doesn't make sense as they say it. Like, if you just take that phrase, it doesn't make sense because they're saying, like, the first word from the next line Mm -hmm. and, like, adding it up. Or, yeah. Especially when the beginning of that first word is technically the rhyme of the last word of that phrase, but since they put it on the end of the first phrase, but it's technically, like, the first word. It's It's just an interesting... Play like that is really cool. Yeah, I think so. I think it's creative because it's, and I'm not saying that people want to fit in a box, but you want to do things right and well. So it's, I don't want to say it's scary to go outside the lines, but a lot of people want to do something different and it'd be good. Yeah. And I think it's hard to do something different and it'd be good. I agree. And you said something like, to be right. I know when I've made things, it's a very strange feeling to know. It's literally a wrong and a right. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it's not like there's a manual. It's literally out of your body and out of your head. You just have this feeling. And you're like, it's not, it's not right. Mm-hmm. And then when you figure it out, you're like, Oh fuck yeah! There it is. Okay, that and it, it's literally like putting a shelving unit together, and it looks perpendicular, but it's like this weird dimensional yeah. shelving unit you're building. It's very fucking weird. I'm sure you felt that doing photos, mm-hmm. like when you're getting like do, doing editing things. You're like, it's just not right. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you find the one thing and you fix it, you're like, oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a relief, or you can feel the pressure valve release. Yeah, that's why sometimes it's, I don't know, people don't know how long. Is everything okay? People don't know how long it can take to work on one song and complete it, or complete one photo, depending on what's happening. For sure. Or what needs to happen, or what needs to be highlighted, and like, it's it's just a lot. And that's literally production level. I've come to understand, like, production level is two things. One is, yes, equipment and what you have available to you. And then the other side of production level is how much time you're willing to spend on it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I can spend five days on this or I can spend five hours on it. You give me five days, I can make something really fucking cool. You give me five hours, it'll be okay. It could be cool. It, it that's could. the thing. Oh, and there's magic like that sometimes. Because sometimes putting yourself in some sort of like time confinement, you you pop something out. Yeah. I mean, we've all done. We've all procrastinated and done homework or whatever late, and maybe I mean, shit. 
and I know this happens a lot of time, but like I'll say, for example, when my best friend got married, I could not find the words at all for my maid of honor speech. Yeah. Until that day. Like, I just couldn't even... I, I had no that. idea where I, to start. I don't remember you doing it that day. That's wild. Because I wasn't around you. Yeah. You and Adam were hanging out, and then I, I was, was drunk. I was writing it down, like, when people were getting ready. Like, doing, getting your makeup and hair done and shit. Yeah. Is when I was writing it out. And then you fucking crushed it. Yeah. It was that. fucking really good. Thanks. People... People, ow! I just hit my toe. People liked it. Thanks. It was, uh, I, it was pretty well received. I thought it was, it was good. But yeah, sometimes you just need time to fester, and then when it's time to push yourself, it's like, okay, I need to get my mind straight. Yeah. And sometimes once you really hunker down, I don't know. Sometimes you need that stress. Sometimes that stress is very beneficial. I agree. I've there's plenty of people I've heard of like in their creative process where they're like, I need. A time constraint, or else I won't get it done. And then I was going to say this other inverse that's happened to me. I can spend a lot of time on one song, and I'm just like not cracking it. And then I just get fed up with it, and I'm like, I must go to a new thing and just jam. Mm -hmm. And then I make a new song like in three hours. And Mm -hmm. I'm fucking like, oh, this song rules. Yeah. And then for some reason, that has occasionally kicked juices in another way that when I go back to that other song... Also, I'm like, oh, we'll do this. Well, fuck, there it is. Creativity is the strangest fucking thing out there in the world. For sure. Let's get back to this album. Let's We're do talking that. a lot. I'm talking a lot. I don't it's know. It's been a while it's since we've done this. Good job. Let's go to the next track, which is Ladies, which is another song that I <laughs> liked very much the first time I heard it. Ladies, 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 ladies. Since I hate women, it pissed me off. Ladies, I'm sure. Ladies, that makes sense. Ladies, you do hate women. Ladies, 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 ladies. I don't remember anything but her saying ladies, ladies. Ladies, 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 ladies. Actually, yeah, the beginning of this. Okay. Which I will there. say the lyrics because I think they're great. So when you start saying lyrics, right shut now. the fuck up. Yes. Where she says, oh, let just say Oh, it's not this part, but it's in this song. Never mind. Ignore me. Okay. Oh, God, I love this song. She's got a, <coughs> excuse me, she's got a jazz sensibility, too. This is a very jazz feel. Yeah, I want to look up real quick. I feel like her parents, her mom is a singer. She was a cabaret singer. Okay. A father, an actor, painter, and author. So she's from art in general. A completely, yeah. Her dad has a Tony Award. Huh. Tony under, is Broadway. Under the name Maggart? Brandon Maggart and Maud Maggart. Oh, wait, Maud's her sister. What if it's like Marge? Say it one more time. Marge. Marge. I like that you were just saying it. I said Marge the first time, and then I realized there's no R in the first part. Her her sister is a singer. Really? So they're all. Her sister's a cabaret singer. I don't know if I'm coming across, but I'm really trying. She was very kind. My voice broke. 
couldn't complete it. Her, no, her mother is Diane McAfee. That's a much better name than Maggart. McAfee and Maggart? Neither are pretty. I, mean, I guess they never technically married. Yeah, they're too artsy for that shit. That's true. She came from a liberal family. You think we need your conventional marriage to have a relationship? Shove it up your ass. Her name is actually Fiona. Nixon. Fiona Apple McAfee Maggard. It can't be pronounced Maggard. What do you think? It's Maggart? I think it's Magier or something like that. Or like Maggart? Or it's at least not. But yeah, we're saying it with like our Indiana Maggard. And it sounds like a fucking slur, like I would yell at somebody trying to skateboard on the side of the street. Her mom was a dancer and a singer, I guess. So I knew her mom was a singer. Oh, I thought you were looking up how to pronounce it Maggard. <laughs> it's gonna be like, we don't know. I don't know or it's just gonna go Maggard. Don't click it because it's gonna fuck up the song. I'll play it after this, because there's one of the one of those YouTube videos that just All right. say it in a monotone voice. If it's Maggard, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild to me. Maggard, maybe. What what's the possibilities here? By the way, I wanted to say this: she has a crazy vocal control in this song. I think because she's hitting like weird like high notes and stuff. High, uh, she's also doing like weird low stuff where she makes like her throat like come in and out. Weird stuff, which makes me think she's doing all of that earlier stuff on purpose. Like, yeah, she can still probably have like a very oh, she does have she pretty can, voice. Yeah, she like, can. She her. just doesn't use it. Yeah. And then when she does that, her voice kind of cracks because I think she doesn't spend a lot of time honing it, trying to be trying to sing pretty. I think she leans into her throaty. Well, feel it. Voice. Um, and that part that I was talking about. I wasn't. It's not this song. I was just wrong. So ignore what you were saying. Exactly. Yeah, bring it up whenever it happens. Cool. But thank you. Looking forward to it. <laughs> so I guess I need a signal. I guess when I need you to shut up. This is something that we've not talked about. But I'll give you a Nerf gun, and you just shoot me with it. You no, know, can I just like flip you off, and then that's the signal? Like, hey, you need to stop talking. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, but are you gonna abuse it when you just want me to shut the fuck up in general? Because N- no, I want to use it. Is it only for real? Be solely for. It's like an emergency signal when something's going on. You know, like sixty days in. Okay, so it's like you're putting the white towel around your neck and walking around the day room saying, "Man, I would really want a good cup of coffee." I mean, man, I'm, I really want a good cup of coffee. It's man, I really miss hot coffee. Man. Oh, there's so many different things that they say, like my back hurts. Man, I really miss not being at home and not being on the 60 days in. I'm giving you the signal now. I know, I'm not talking. Nobody knows what the signal is. It's a visual. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm flipping you off. flipping me off. That's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I stuck my middle finger up. Yeah, because I think that that... Like it's like fuck you, but it could be like shut the fuck up, and it will catch my attention. Like uh-huh. you could do a lot of other things that I might forget what it means. Because I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna have like a shitty face. That's the thing. I'm just gonna have some blank fucking face, and I'll just like put my middle finger up, and then you'll be confused like the first seventy times it happens. 
And you'd be like, what the fuck are wow, you flipping me off? You're being generous with 70. <laughs> it's true. Now, when I need you to stop, is it the same signal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, flipping each other off is our shut the fuck up. I want to hear this part in the song, or I want to... Yeah, it's, it's really, I want to hear this part in the song. Yeah, we can't abuse it otherwise. No, I wouldn't do that. It's because me interrupting you is half my fun. <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> but I, I know when I've listened to these episodes, I'm just as bad as you. I'm just as bad. So I should be called out on my shit. Interrupting is a good time. Oh, it's irritating. It's, it's fun. <laughs> That was a very genuine sound that came out of you. That was a real response. I'm having a good time. Let's podcast, baby. I'll hit record. Let's start this episode. All right, let's get that. Fetch the bolt cutters. Here we go. All right, let's listen to the next song, Heavy Balloon. Walk the gate. I'm going to be bang, bang. This sounds like... uh... It, it it leans into that like chant type music sound. Yeah, this big is, drums. Yeah, this is that sound I was mentioning where it takes over. She still has that kind of jazzy singing style. Say it, it feels smooth jazz to me. Like I can see. You kind of get that with a little bit of like the guitar that comes in here. It's very low, but when it kicks in later, it almost it leans oh, into that sound to like. I heard a little bit. They go. Doo, 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 doo. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just. It, it sounds like it's only supposed to be there as like an accent. Okay, what is she saying? I spread like strawberries. I climb like peas and beans. Basically, I will overcome. I will grow. Okay. I was. I had no idea what she's saying. As you know, I have. I, for some reason, I can't understand. I'm, I understand. And I was like, I'm something like strawberries. I like to pee on beans. Because, <laughs> you know, with me, every parody has to do with poop or pee. So. Oh, it's always toilet humor. <laughs> it's often just like, when I poop my poop, I poop. <laughs> Makes sense. But when it lands at the right time, it's fucking hilarious. This song I enjoy, but it almost feels more like it it almost feels like to me the most radio friendly song on the album you think so i mean huh. like college radio i guess oh like alternative college radio yeah. at 3 30 in the morning and well, it doesn't have to be that time of day it comes on after that one song that's like <laughs> who knows something about run from run from my bullet <laughs> oh yeah that's uh, pumped kicks? up kicks. All the other kids with the pumped up kicks, you better run, better run. Outrun my shootings. You know what pisses me off about this? Uh, I'm going to get a little political. Okay. Everybody's like, get ready for mass shootings to come back. Get ready. I'm like, how about you stop fucking talking about it and maybe somebody won't get the goddamn idea. Mass shootings were happening. The only thing that has stopped that from happening is keeping people home. Yeah. That's what has stopped that. But then every time there's a big gathering, someone dies. (laughs) Someone drives their vehicle into into people. Like, something's always still happening. Someone's getting shot. It's every time people get 
gather, there is violence. Ugh, humans. Uh, We're animals. We're fucking animals. As like Freddy Krueger, I'm like, let's just not talk about it and it won't come back. (laughs) But of course it will. Remember when we were in school and we would literally be like, that kid would be a school shooter if there would be one. No, because I was probably hanging out with him. That's not always the case. That's true. But it would be people... Well, I mean, I I didn't think this, but I know our freshman year, my sister was friends with Alex. And he would wear a long black trench coat. Yeah. But that was in 2000, 2001. That was when that stuff was like newer and fresher and like scarier. Like that shit happens a lot more now that they have like like they were i think implementing code red was new when we were in high school oh yeah. Uh, yeah middle school was it middle school i don't remember yeah, code red middle school middle school maybe even a little bit was earlier, that because they it wasn't it wasn't based off of was that construction shootings. because they had construction in middle school and there were so many like unlocked areas and stuff and like there were times when we would literally have to walk outside on the sidewalk to go from one part of the building to the next because they hadn't uh, properly yeah, connected I remember, it. Yeah, I remember that. No, and actually it was intermediate school because I remember the code was, it wasn't code red. And it was based off like thinking like a disgruntled parent or somebody was coming into the building to do something. It wasn't like a child brought a weapon in. This oh, like was a when parent's going to come? Outside influence was more the scary thing. And the code was... Mr. Scott, please report to the building. Because we did not have a Mr. Scott. But we had a Mr. Scott in the middle school. And I knew him because my mom worked at the middle school. And I remember being in intermediate school thinking, I know Mr. Scott. That's weird that we have to use Mr. Scott. Because I know a Mr. Scott. I don't remember that at all. That kind of stuff started, but it was based off of a different reason. By Hmm. the time we're in like late middle school, high school, it is definitely based off of... A student has brought weapons. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in the nine, like at least earlier to mid nineties, it was more based on the fact that there were a lot of movies where there would be like a shitty dad who wouldn't be able to see his kid because he was in and out of jail. Kindergarten cop, something like that, yeah. and like it would be like we need to be concerned because a lot of times in movies the parent will try and, like, the other parent will try and check the kid out from school. Yeah, nab him out at school. And I feel, I feel like that was really highlighted a lot. Yeah. So that's probably why I think that's that when time, it came about. Yeah, that makes sense. That kind of mentality. But it definitely made a shift to, like... Oh, yeah. Fuck, now it's... Once school shooting started happening. Now it's old uh, Tim What's-His-Nuts fucking <laughs> brought guns to school. God. No, I'm talking about. I do. He was your boyfriend for a week. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. We have more of this album, my dear. We We've do. been talking about sex with animals and school shooting and code red stuff. I wonder if the whole wonder what other people's words for. Are. I wonder if code oh, red was elsewhere. We I all I know is that if there is a you know, like robot who that goes through and scans for words. We would be flagged if that uh, were a thing. Well, good thing it doesn't happen. We definitely say a lot of stuff, like racism. Blatant! Okay. 
Let's listen to the next song, which you don't hear a lot of songs about these times. I mean, at least not in America. Cosmonauts. I fucking love the word cosmonaut. It's this song, by the way. Oh, then I'm going to get the finger on. That's the very beginning. I'm not going to give you because I'm telling you with my mouth because she's no, not talking. got to exercise this. Do you know what she's saying? No. thought you were going to sing it. She says, ooh, your face lights. Oh, I fucking can't think of it because it's not happening. Some I'm listening and I just lose track. God damn it. I'm irritated. Are you going back? Yeah, I have to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll say it this time. Oh, it's, ooh, your face ignites a fuse to my patience. Whatever you do is going to be wrong. I just like that Yeah, one. that is a good line. So now that you know, you can he- listen for I'll it. Listen. Your face ignites a fuse to my patience. Whatever you do is going to be wrong. There's no time to interrupt the detonation. Be good to me before you're gone. Love it. I've definitely, I think everyone's definitely felt that way that, like, no matter, so irritated with a person. She just said, when I was with you, I was fine with my nothing. I grew with you and now I've changed. Yeah. Like, there's, we, yeah, I don't know. It's just this the song you're gonna leave me on? It's not gonna be the Fiona. Fiona Happy. Fiona Happy? You know any happy juice? You know how I love it when I say happy juice? I hate it when you talk to me in baby talk. Because it's one thing to... I will say things in high-pitched voices for the animals. Yeah. But I think altering words and putting, like, the E sound at the end of them makes me want to break something into your face. <laughs> Are you saying that... My face is the igniter and whatever she said at the beginning of the song. You just, and I hate to make this, God, I hate to make this um, reference, but no, you just have like a twisted T type face. I don't even know what that means. Oh my God. What the hell is twisted T? You've seen the memes. I don't know what a twisted T face means. Getting smacked in the face? With a twisted T? You think I look like I got busted in the face with a twisted T? I don't think it was you. I don't even remember what who what we were talking about. You know my short-term memory loss issues. <laughs> Good, because I don't remember what it was either. Good. <laughs> Very moody here. <laughs> Speaking about the song. And myself. Oh, man, it's been a good day. Good times. <laughs> Clarence has been a good girl. <laughs> I only buy good year tires. That's enough. My favorite cheese is Cuda. <laughs> good goddamn. Yeah, get in the spirit. This is very uh, emotional, moody. I'm gonna say a little more experimental, adding all that distortion into it. 
that even more. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Can we... Like, that's a harsh fucking tone right there. That's... I hate that. I actually don't like that part. Because, yeah, it's... It's abrasive. It's very abrasive. But it feels like... Uh, and then following it up with this really light... It's just an interesting... I don't know. Yeah, it feels like avant-garde there. Like, she, on purpose, is just like... I want to go to the extremes. Because I think she talks here about going to the Ferris wheel or something. Is it this song? No, it's a different song. Just, like, weird random shit. Do I like, don't know. Do it's you like Ferris wheels? Honestly, I'm not a big fan. Is it because they're so slow? It's because I'm afraid of heights, and like, I would rather get some sort of payoff. Like, fun. It's not enough to just be like, I'm up high now. So I want a ride. Like an actual ride. I don't just want to spin and go slow in the air and then just stop at weird parts because people need to get off. Like That specifically gives me anxiety because there's so much just... Downtime? Lag time, yeah. There's parts where you're just like at the very top and you're just like hanging out. And you're just like, yeah, this thing could fall at any time. Because the thing about a ride is that you're in danger for such a short amount of time. Or at least it feels like that. And then you're done. And ever usually it's like, that's it? Already? Yeah, yeah. So you're on a Ferris wheel for a longer period of time, I, I think. There's On a ride, there's at least adrenaline that goes into your body mm-hmm. to, to replace dread for the time being. Well, most rides, it's also a load all and unload at yeah. once sort of usually, situation. Yeah. Not one thing at like one cart yeah. at a time. I like a Ferris wheel. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not against it, but I. I'm not. Yeah, I'm just not going to be pumped for it. Yeah, I would rather ride a ride. I like an efficiently run Ferris wheel, and I'll say this: I'm never going to ride a normal ass fucking carnival Ferris wheel in my life again. But if like we found ourselves in like a different country or some place that had like a giant well known fucking Ferris wheel. I'd be like, I think we should go on this fucking thing. <laughs> that would be a different experience. And to like see a new city from high above, like yeah. that would be, you would feel like it's an Get adventure because, yeah. yeah, it would be new. Be Instead terrifying. of being like, I don't want to see my town and the top of Fifth Third Bank. Yeah, right. Ugh. I know it's going to look cruddy up there and they got those weird rocks that go on roofs for some reason. It's just probably just to hide the bird shit because they knew there was going to be people looking. Who knows? Well, this next song, we have three songs left. Okay. This one, her sister, Maud. I don't know why that didn't click in my head earlier, but Maud, her sister, sings with her on this song for her. It's a little more chanty style, and there's a part that is very abrasive that happens, but we'll hear it if you even remember this. I enjoy this song very much. But it's. I don't remember <clears throat> a specific abrasiveness, but. It's vocal. Oh, not vocal, but it's lyrically. Look at how fast. 
I think the high the soprano voice is her sister. Apparently, and I hate the kind of hate this, but this song part of the inspiration was the Brett Kavanaugh hearing with that lady so there's like a line that I don't know it'll happen there's a rape line you don't remember that you never heard that I, I don't, the first time I this time I kind of check out it's very abrasive but we'll get to it This isn't a very long song. It's less than three minutes. Like, I just remember this thinking this sounded like a Gwen Stefani song to me. It sounds like a marching band kind of. Well, it's coming up. It's right here. I'm, so, I'm shocked you've never heard it. <laughs> it's an extreme fucking line like it it almost took my breath away when i heard it because it's it's a fucking weird thing to think of sometimes it's the whole idea when people say things a certain way that it puts it in a different perspective and it's just horrible i don't know i mean it is pretty fucking wild <laughs> i'm not saying it's necessarily like an accurate thing i guess it just didn't hit me like it hit you you rate me in the same bed your daughter was born in? Yeah, I've been listening to the songs about way worse stuff for a long time. Oh, yeah, because so you don't take rape seriously because you don't think about it as actual rape. You think about it as just a story. Just a part of a story. I don't know. I was probably in the middle of painting a fucking car. <laughs> so? And I was like, hey, there's some music. Spray, spray, spray. So you're not really listening. I am. I told you by this time on the album, I check out every time. I'm just shocked that you never heard that. I don't know. It just, when I heard that part, like, I like the song a lot, but this, that part, it just has, it's all, I don't know. It's got an edge. It has an edge and it almost makes, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing to have someone belting about and say, you raped me in a song. (laughs) Like, it's, it's a lot. It's fucking... Emotion man's art, dude. It's terrible. She was raped when she was a child. There you go. So she has every right to scream it. Yeah, it's just. It's you know, a. It's a group. It's just abrasive saying, to you. It's a really yeah. Like it. It was very shocking to me when I heard it. Like I just. I guess it didn't affect you like that. <laughs> it didn't. So, but. Good to know it defected you like it did. It defected me. All right. We have two more songs. In a a maybe not so good way, but... (laughs) Here's drum set. It's almost over, guys. I thought this was going to be like a fucking... Because I was like, man, I expected the drums to be amazing on this album. 
I've said her kind of at the beginning of this podcast. Just because of that one song. Yeah, pretty much. But I also know she surrounds herself as a band that can do, like, they're good, you mm-hmm. know? So I heard the song was called Trump Set, or when I saw it was called Trump Set, I was like, oh, here we go. And then it didn't happen. No, not at all. <laughs> I just think by the end of this album, it's got this like, like group sound to it. Like it's almost like a drum circle sound. By yeah, the end of it, it's the chanty thing. I just lose thing. interest in that, and I don't like cling on to things near as much as I did. At yeah, the first half. Of it's not about clinging on. I mean. It's just about being aware, I guess. I'm not aware of shit I've been listening to for 25 years. <laughs> the fact that you are so oblivious <laughs> to certain things, and that I'm very meticulous about the other things. Okay, this is what drives me crazy because what you're talking about are things that you care about and things that you don't care about. You care about a select few amount of things. Don't get defensive. Let me finish. So, you don't care about most no. things. So, I can ask you to do something, and it's not even nagging. I can let something go on for weeks. I can let a bottle of ketchup that's been sitting on the counter for three fucking weeks sit there, waiting for you to do whatever you're going to do with this. so I can't be considered a fucking nag. And then, yeah, or like, hey, will you go in the disgusting basement and figure out what the air filter type is? Hey, will you go down there and do that? Hey, can you please do that? Like, it's nine o'clock at night, please. I don't know. I just, it's not even, I don't, I, that's why I don't know. It's not even fair to say nagging when you just be like, I don't think about it. I forget. And it's because you don't give a shit. That's not the case at all. I think it is because you don't prioritize. You just think, that's not important to me. Then <laughs> you just go back to what you were doing. It just doesn't stick, man. It just doesn't fucking stick, dude. I'm going to play the last song on I Go, which is also Chanty. So... I understand if you're not into it as well. It's, it's just this. It's just like drums, clapping, and vocals, I believe. And I believe that that's the only thing that's said for the entire song. I do remember this song pretty well, though, because I like the words. Now I only move to move. Yeah. I think that's a pretty solid line because it's like but you can do a lot of move to move. you can do a lot of fucking things in life that are a lot of useless shit. You're technically moving, but you're not making any fucking moves. Yeah, I think she's got a very unique style or a sense of how to say very impactful things in a short sentence. I think so. That's why she's my favorite. I think she's very articulate in her way and I I've said it in many ways especially on the Win the Pawn album and the time that I especially felt it I feel like she is able to put feelings into words and paint pictures in ways that no one else has and make it like so much more effective because she's so colorful and expressive with her words 
And it's just interesting how... I mean, you can give someone a sentence, but say, say this without saying this exact sentence to like 10 people and getting 10 different variations. Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good experiment, actually. That'd be cool to do. I think it would be interesting to do. And then you, and then you just happen, you would most likely like the way she would say things. I think so. And like her perspective. I just, I like the way her mind works and the words that are most familiar to her and that are in her everyday vocabulary, it seems. Like, it just... be a wild case study because you'd have people, you'd say, like, to somebody, you know, like, something as simple as, like, tell somebody to put that red rug over there. I'm like, a majority of people would be like, hey, go put that red rug over there. But then you would have, like, a small section of people, like, Hey, do you mind placing the red rug upon? <laughs> I guess I almost mean that experiment being a group experiment where each person has to say something that no one else has said. Ah. So it's not just that everyone is potentially giving the same answer. I mean, like, each person has to try and find a way to say it differently by saying it, but not saying it exactly you how it's like to. written on the card yeah. sort of idea yeah that's a good one too because that forces you to think a, I was doing it as a study to find out who's the mundane in this fucking room <laughs> I was more thinking of like a mental stretch of like it almost like improv skills and being like I need to find a new creative way to get you know from this point to that point without that's taking the same road that these nine other people are taking. I don't know. I just like her. I feel like I would follow her. Like in a cult? No. I guess I mean, like... On Twitter? (laughs) (laughs) No, I guess I meant, like, the path that she was... Like, if you had to follow, like... The way that the you saw like these people and the way that they were like expressing things and stuff, and you like be like, I'm gonna gravitate towards this person or whatever. Like, I think I would gravitate towards her. Like, I would pick her, like a cult leader, and I would want to like listen to her. Which is why I I have followed her from the beginning. I have been a fan of Fiona from the beginning. Granted, it's only been five albums, but it's been two decades now. What do you think the Fiona? This is, is into the third one, technically. Because she started in the late 90s. But what? What do you think the Fiona Apple cult would be called? Um, I don't know. Would we be the uh, the fruit worms? We are the pawns. Maybe we are the pawns. We are the pawns. No, we'd be the extraordinary machine. We are the extraordinary machine. We are all part of the extraordinary machine. But first, you must be free, so fetch the bolt cutters. So that's the album. We Ugh. done. Yeah. We are done. Am I allowed to react to how much I didn't like that? You, you usually do, so go right ahead. I didn't like it. Hello. I, as usual, think it's fucking gold. All right. So thank you very much for, um, I would say, indulging me in that, because that was the second time we have done the same artist so that really does feel more like an indulgence because it's not like here's something that we haven't listened to it's and we've said before i would like to do another album by you know different artists along the way you and i have both said that with like p 
people that we like a lot, like the most. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm just weirded to do it. Huh? I said I'm just weirded to do it. It came out like a fucking... Weird and stuttery? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I I feel good with this, though. I said I was going to do another Fiona Apple album, and I did. So we did it. We're and, done. And I'd say she's We're an artist there. that's worth it to do. It's different you know. than the last stuff. You definitely get didn't get yeah, those exactly. fast-as-you-can drums that you wanted. For sure. All right, so we are to the part of the podcast where it is time to go over some questions. I got some questions for you. What do you have for me? What are you going to tell me? I got some questions for you. Okay, so why did I choose this? Because it was my favorite album of the year. And even though I, regarding what do I think I thought when I, you thought when I gave it to you, I'll say more so before I answer that, I was nervous to give this to you because it was like less polished and it didn't have any like cool drums or anything that would like get your attention musically. So I thought that you thought this would be a bore. And you did seem to think that, like, you know, a, a, like a chunk of it was a bore. Or at least was just not really appealing to you. So that's kind of what I expected. But when I gave it to you, what do I think you thought? Okay. Not, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't think you were excited, but you weren't bummed. Like you were just going to be, you know, like, okay, what's next? What's, yep. What am I going to get? What was your uh, what was your judgment prior to listening, Sam? After you complete that <laughs> yawn, I was hoping you were gonna keep talking. Uh, it was pretty much exactly like you said, but leaning more towards this should be easy. You know, like I wasn't. There, you knew it wouldn't be painful. There's at two least. different types of okays. There's okay, here we go. Or there's okay, yeah, whatever. Okay, okay, here we go. There's also yeah, okay. And there's also easy peasy, but I usually only say that if I know the album. <laughs> That's fair. Um, how many times did you listen to this? I granted we had quite a bit of time. I ended up at like four and a half because I did the initial listens to get ready for when I, it was originally supposed to be recorded, mm-hmm. and then it didn't happen. And then I was gauging where you were at. Because oh, you listened to it again and, last week, right? And then it wasn't going to happen. And then I listened to it like Friday, I think. And then I got half of it in on, I think on the way to Metamore the other day for a Damien jam. And that was it. I just wanted to refresh myself again. Okay. <clears throat> so four and a half. I think that's pretty good. I don't know. I can say it was many, many, many times. And you've been listening to it since it came out, so. I have, and I've, yeah, it's been so many times. Like (laughs) 20 plus, for sure. But it's been like three weeks, two and a half, three weeks, whatever, of time to prepare for it. So it's been, it's been quite a while. And me, and not knowing if I was going to be, you know, like, hey, I'm feeling better, I'll listen to it. And then. Oh shit, all of a sudden today I feel worse than I have in yeah. days. So who the fuck knows? 
Um, <clears throat> least favorite song. Let's see. It's going to be hard for me to choose that for you because I still don't think there were many songs that even though you uh, feel the way that you do about her as a, an artist, yeah, that doesn't mean that you necessarily liked many of the songs. So I'm going to say that you're, I no one heard that. Did you just squeeze out a fart? It it escaped me. I fucking heard it. I'm gonna that say disgusting. that your least favorite song is drum set because you didn't get the drums that you so desired. Uh, this was kind of hard to choose. It it's definitely in those last three. I think I'm actually gonna go with for her. Ah, I don't want that part to happen. So I'm gonna go back and back. But, yeah, this is the one that it makes sense to me that this would lose you. Yeah, it's just I, I don't even know how to explain it. It feels like too poppy almost. It does have I that think feeling this is the here. Song I said that it reminds me of Gwen Stefani. Yeah, you did. It just doesn't. But this is also the rape song. So, so I, I checked out. So that that makes know. sense that you wouldn't have heard that. If you weren't really paying attention because you were just like, bleh. Okay, so what do you think my least favorite song is? Uh, I think your least favorite song is that same one because it talks about rape? That's not true. Damn it. No, my actual quest, uh, one was, I was thinking of it earlier. Fuck, what was it? Oh, damn it. You even said something about it. I did. Was it Heavy Balloons? No. It was you the said song Rack of His. Okay. Yeah, while we were doing the podcast, you said. Yeah, it's. Yeah. It's, it's, and like I said, I like all of the songs, but for some reason, this song. It's probably the weakest for me. But it was just a glitchy goo goo. I can understand in that aspect. I like the. Uh, rough vocals and I like the uh, like spooky sounding music so, well, not there really spooky but it's ominous kind of think of that I like the beginning music that reminds me of like Welcome to the Dollhouse and John especially with the drums sounding so like small and far away yeah sounds like a shitty drum set I think that would pair well with like Weird, creepy image. I don't know. like not creepy no, in like no, a scary mean. way. Just like just a awkward, like, odd, like weird in a black hole sun video way. Like oddity is like yeah. an oddity museum. Like not yeah, like necessarily gross, but just weird as hell. Yeah, movies stuff. Yeah, just weird as hell. John Water, all that kind of shit. So I, I enjoy that okay. sound. What your most favorite song is? I honestly. Oh! What do you got? I have no idea. So my guess is with nothing to lean on. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to say because it got stuck in your head, I guess. I'll say Relay. I don't know if that's true. A good guess, but I'm not giving it number one. Okay. It was a number two. Number one is uh, Shamika. Interesting. Sam. Sam. This has the most, like... Up, like fast tempo. It sounds erratic on this part. Uh huh. 
And then I... I love the real simple thing. And it's got a weird timing kick right there. It's, it's a good song. And it gets stuck in your head that Shamika said I had potential. Yeah, I've shared it so many times on social media. <laughs> and I, I love that line as well that I... That pissed off one? I'm pissed off funny and warm. Yeah. I'm a good man in a storm, which is what her her Sebastian says she's a good man in a storm because she, in a storm, in a rough situation, she took care of it and got them out of uh, of the storm. So that's what that line is from. Getting the weed in a sack. And when the fall is torrential, I'll recall that Shamika said I have potential. It's great. But, oh, wait, you brought up that Shamika has since come out? Yeah, Shamika has since spoken up. And she was like, I knew she had potential. She's like, yeah, I do remember her. But she didn't realize it was her at first because she had, it was just a girl she knew in, like, grade school, kind of. They went to school together in New York, I believe. So, a large area. And, uh, I mean, she remembered her, but they didn't have, like, a significant relationship or anything. Yeah. She was, yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Does she get paid now? I don't think so. But she got a little bit of notoriety. Give me some money. What do you think my favorite song is, Sam? That one. (laughs) (laughs) So good. I love it. It's definitely the most. It just. It checked a lot of boxes for me. Give your reasons. I already talked about it. Need more reasons, or do you just want to listen to it for a minute? No, it's my favorite song. Yeah, I know. I started talking about it again myself, and I said, "Oh shit, you should be talking about well, it." Oh no, your it's fine. I just, I would. All the same stuff. I liked it from the very first listen. Yeah. I thought it was very interesting, and I think yeah, I love the way it sounds, and I love those, uh, this line, like this whole part. I think those note choices earlier are very interesting. With that, like, gloomy piano. I uh, know her singing notes when she's like... Oh, she got through to me and I'll never see her again. I'll never see her again. <laughs> she got through to me and I'll never see her again. Yeah, those are really interesting note choices. And then I'm pissed off funny and warm. Yeah, I think it's a great song. Those, I love the lyrics. I love the way it sounds. I really love that song a lot. It's the, definitely my favorite. Melody and note choices like that, I'm jealous of because I'm like, I don't think my brain could have ever thought to ever even write that kind of line. Yeah, it's not basic at all. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why I'm so in awe of her because my brain also does not work like that. Yeah. I wish it did. I wish I was more creative. I think a lot of people wish they were more creative and that they could come up with stuff that people respected, even though they could come out with five things within 23 years yeah. and people still love and respect them. And because they've not put so much out, it just builds and they love them more and more for all of the time. But I mean, her albums are successful. So. Yeah. Well, I was going to say this. I think it helps that she's, very artistic and like weird, but accessible. It's not like super weird. It's not like Crispin Glover, you know, where it's just yeah. like you can't. It's still in a 
a pop songwriting sensibility. Yeah, it's just like well, in this weird like off world. Well, when I say successful, I guess I don't I don't necessarily mean like in a pop world because it's she doesn't get like radio play. Oh no, and I anymore. don't mean in radio play way. I mean in when I say like a pop song written. Yeah, way. no. But I thought it before you actually said that. I'm just I don't even I don't remember the anymore. general pop song, the Beatles way of writing songs. It it it's just not a standard note formation. Or yeah, she uses very she uses like jazz note choices and stuff, but putting still like verse chorus verse chorus. But it's always interesting to me when people will completely switch things up at different points in songs and make different points in songs either sound like other songs or like changing. I don't know, just like adding neat little things here and there. I'm not saying I always love that it you know exists but i just i like when people are able to do things outside of the box and it be successful and i'm jealous that i can't do it and come up with it myself how old was i when i first started listening to this 34 congratulations um how did i originally feel about it like i said i didn't love it on the first listen it had even the second like it had to had to work on me. Not a simmer. But there were songs that I liked a lot enough, like Shamika and, you know, others. Relay is a one that I like very much. Um, so stuff like that would keep pulling me back in. And with her, I am a completist. With the albums, I don't just listen to songs, and I'm a completist when it comes to liking everything she does because everything that she's done is different than the thing before it. I mean, yeah, she has the same style, but they're all noticeably, they have different sounds. It's not carbon copy shit. Yeah. Are you having a problem over there? No. Would I recommend this today? I would recommend this. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not going to be a lot of people's cup of tea. And I understand that. I'm sure a lot of people aren't going to enjoy it but uh i do so it's my podcast fuck off sam would (laughs) did you like it would you ever listen to it again uh i'll never like put it on but i technically enjoyed it yes but um it's not like i'm gonna you respect it no i i genuinely enjoy some songs i just won't ever listen to it so the question of sam Will you ever listen to it again? Like, no, yeah. I can't honestly say I'm going to put songs on. The answer is but usually you, no for both of us anyway. But if you played it, it's. It, I say this kind of often. If you played it, you know, I wouldn't be mad. If you played it, I would actually be like, it, it's It's even more of like, oh, cool, go for it. Like, Okay. Uh, it's not even like a... I can tolerate it. It's like, a, okay, I can tap my finger to this. I like her so much, and I feel like I... I feel like she is able to articulate emotions and like crazy feelings and she takes like the blame for things when like she fesses up to times when she's unstable or when she's wrong. It's not she's not always the victim. She's not always some wounded person. Like Mhm. Yep. And I I mean even fuck criminal, the song that people know her for. Yeah. She needs to be redeemed for the yeah. wrong that she's done. Like Yeah, she was 
bad girl. I just... <laughs> God. Uh, I just... I, I just respect her so goddamn much that I, I can't imagine not being a fan of hers. Daddy goo. What was I saying earlier? don't know but i don't i'm not gonna go along with it after you said daddy goo to me daddy was that goo it was nothing i don't even think it was anything about goo i thought i think it was just like give daddy. it to me daddy or something it was clean yeah. <laughs> that's right but i didn't want i didn't want any dressing up sam i just wanted you so give sam it, what's give next it, give, it, give it to me daddy give it give it give it to me daddy what's give it next? give it give it to me daddy give, give it, it give it give, give it, it to me daddy, daddy. give it Give hey. it, give it to me, Daddy. Yeah, give it. Well, what's next is I forgot, and I have to look up what it's called. <laughs> this album is uh, we're going metal, of course. Oh, of course. Anthrax. Okay, it's Anthrax time. I believe now. I'm going to question because I don't remember what we've done. We've done Metallica, right? Yes. We've done Megadeth. Yes. We've done Slayer. Yes. I think. I don't remember. Well, if not... I don't remember. Then we're on our third uh, band of the big four. And if we did a Slayer We've done album, Motorhead. That, they're not one of We've the big four. We've done Pantera. They're not in the big four. <clears throat> We've done the Misfits? The, no. The big four are Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer... And now Anthrax. They are the big four. Oh, I thought that you... I, <clears throat> for some reason, I was thinking that... Isn't there a big four of metal and yours is different? There's the big four of metal and it's those guys. And I thought you had one that was different. I mean, I, I wouldn't say they're or one that top you like four metal bands that I love, but they're definitely uh, like... That's what I thought. Top okay. four hugest bands. And they did a tour called the big four. Ooh. Or a show or something. I don't remember if it was a full tour. Okay. But anyway, we're listening to the album Among the Living by Anthrax. Sounds like death. It sounds like metal and death. Among well, the Living. Well, the first song is called Among the Living, so there's no death. Uh, to me, it sounds like an undead thing. There might be a song called Skeleton in the Closet. Yeah, I have it. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that. I just have a feeling that things are going to get dark in a different way. in the closet. No. It's got some Scotty in action. It's got some Scotty in action. It's got some Joy Belladonna action. Well, that sounds like a... Get ready for a guy who sings like this. Caught in a mouse! Yeah! I'm Jerry Rocket Lodge! We're going to leave. No, Thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate it. Yeah! Goodbye! Goodbye!